Broadcasting live from the KVXL studios at Liberty Baptist Church in Las Vegas. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. The Frittle Show with Crystal Heath. I've said that we must be cautious in claiming God is on our side. I think the real question we must answer is, are we on his side? Faith, family, freedom. For me, it's very simple. I think we've got to, we've got to get the country back on the right track with the most inspiring agenda. A voice in the desert. Now, here's Crystal Heath. All right, we have officially another stimulus package is on the way. Today we are going to dive in, look at the good, the bad, the ugly of this. It may not be a very long podcast today, but I was waiting this week to record until we saw if this was going to pass or not. It has now officially, the Senate's version that removed the $15 minimum wage increase has gone back to the House, passed in the House today, and uh, today being Wednesday, for those of you listening to the weekend edition of the podcast, the President is scheduled to sign this bill, I believe, on Friday, and then begin a victory tour. I'm sure it will be a highlight of his Thursday evening speech as well. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about the stimulus check. And for some people out there, this is going to be a huge blessing. And honestly, I think to most people, you know, just getting money uh, is generally, (laughs) you know, we get excited about that. Have to admit, the thought of somebody sending me 1400 bucks kind of excites me a little bit. But, and I've talked about this in past episodes, we need to look at the bigger picture. And so often, I think uh, we live in a culture where we're all about the here and the now and instant gratification. And so we don't look at the ramifications of things. We don't look at the consequences of things. You know, I I go to Red Robin and I just want to keep eating their fries because the campfire sauce is amazing. And I'm not thinking about the ramifications of what will happen uh, on my scale if I just continue indulging because I can. And I feel that this is what this bill is. We are not looking at the ramifications because we can print money and so therefore uh, we will. And Democrats care about you, therefore they are giving you this money. Even though this is the first stimulus uh, bill, I believe, that is not bipartisan. It's the first time we have had a stimulus bill that was not bipartisan. So before we dive into the, the, the ins and outs of this thing, as far as what's actually in the bill, let's talk about the income thresholds. You might be like, well, am I getting it? Am I not getting it? So it, the, the threshold is $75,000 for an individual, uh, $112,500 for heads of household, and $150,000 for couples who file jointly. So if you fall in one of those uh, income brackets, you will receive $1,400 per person in your household that includes all dependents and dependents over the age of 17. For the first time, uh, we have college students that are eligible for this stimulus money. And then uh, it's up to, the, so those are like the, the that's, that's the standard money number that everybody talks about. There is more available for different income levels and th- that will be phased out or phased up or phase down, I guess would be a better way to put it. <laughs> so you can make more than those thresholds and still receive some stimulus, but it's, there's different formulas. And you can go, there are all kinds of calculators online that you can go and look at and say, okay, how much money am I going to get my stimulus? And then you can, uh, you can punch that in. So, you know, this is, this is, this is good in that it doesn't have the $15 minimum wage 
increase. Um, and there are people in our nation who are in, in need because of COVID and who need this. And that's what this bill is supposed to be about. It's about helping people who are in need because of COVID. The problems with this bill is that they don't, It one, it does not focus on those who have need because of COVID. And two, it is filled with all kinds of pet projects and pork from the Democrats. And that is why this bill did not receive bipartisan support. There was even a, there was a Republican, Arizona Republican, Paul Gosar. He offered an amendment to take out all of the non-COVID related spending in the bill and change it, keep the total amount of the bill, but change that into $10,000 checks to the people most affected by COVID instead of $1,400 for everybody. It was defeated along party lines. Democrats said no. Republicans said yes. And whether you're a Democrat or Republican, I I just don't understand how you could look at this bill, which is supposed to be helping people that need help because of COVID, and say that it wouldn't be better for people who need help because of COVID to receive $10,000 than people who have been working the entire time, have not suffered any financial hardship for everybody to receive 1400 like it just it doesn't seem equitable and it seems like something that democrats would have wanted to go along with so why wouldn't they let's talk about that what all is in this bill this bill i think has more non-bill related spending than any other bill i have ever seen more than more than even obamacare <laughs> right so we'll talk about we'll talk about a few of these here. There is 1.5 billion dollars in this bill for Amtrak. Now I like riding on trains. I've been on Amtrak. I like Amtrak, but the fact of the matter is that Amtrak has never been profitable. Amtrak began in 1971. It has never, never been profitable. COVID did not create problems that Amtrak has. Amtrak has always had problems with Amtrak. Okay, so this is not COVID-related. It's $1.5 billion that probably we didn't need to have here. There is $200 million for museums and libraries. I don't know if you, if you know this, but during COVID, the museums and the libraries were shut down. So why are we sending them $200 million when they weren't even open? $270 million. And, and by the way, you might be like, well, that's why they need it, because they weren't open. Okay, but that... that it doesn't make sense. Like, they're not... <laughs> if they're government-funded anyway, maybe not all libraries. I can see some library spending. But for museums that are receiving government funding and are operating on a government budget, why do they need... Why do they need billions of do- millions of dollars? I just... I don't understand it. $270 million for the National Endowment for the Arts. I... Okay... $128 billion for K-12 public education. Again, remembering that schools have not been open. But 95% of the money included in this bill is not going to be spent between 2022 or until 2022 or up to 2028. So why is this spending included in the 2021 COVID relief bill? It's not related to COVID. It's for spending in 2022 and beyond. So you can't even make an argument that they're trying to help COVID problems in the classroom. No, it's not about that. It's, it's not at all because it doesn't even take effect until next year. There's about $600 billion in this bill that can be tied 
uh, to to COVID itself. We have uh, funding for vaccines, $75 billion, PPP loans, $473 billion, aid to restaurants, $26 billion, assistance to airlines, $15 billion, and uh, another $7.2 billion um, for, for, for PPP, for small businesses that were affected by uh, gubernatorial shutdown orders. The, do you remember um, a few years ago there was a bridge to nowhere in Alaska? Do you guys remember that? Senator Ted Stevens, 2005. Do you remember him? Maybe not. <laughs> because guess what? The bridge to nowhere basically destroyed him. And the left and the media, everybody was like, the bridge to nowhere. This is how, this is how elected officials waste our federal dollars with no regard to the consequences. And yeah, that's... Um, I don't disagree with that. There is... Um, the equivalent, according to a guy named Frank Hill, who writes at the North State Journal, he said there's the equivalent of 2,222 wasteful bridges to nowhere in this solidly democratic bill that Schumer swears is big, bold COVID relief, and it is most definitely not related to COVID. And there is an actual bridge. <laughs> And guess where? Schumer's hometown. There's $1.5 million for the Seaway International Bridge, which connects New York to Canada. And has been a priority for some time for New York's own Chuck Schumer, who also happens to be the Senate Majority Leader. $500 million, according to the Congressional Budget Office, to, grant f to f grants to fund activities related to the arts, humanities, libraries, and museums, and Native American language preservation. $86 billion to rescue about 185 multi-employer pension plans insured by the Pension Benefit Guarantee Corporation, managed jointly by employer sponsors and unions. The Wall Street Journal said, These plans are chronically underfunded due to lax federal standards and accounting rules, yet the bailout comes with no real reform. Okay. Well, $350 billion in this bill, to bail out big blue cities and states. We're going to go back to, to Hill's article here for a second. And he said this about this part of the bill. He said, there's $350 billion to bail out big blue cities and states that have been massively mismanaged for decades. There's $86 billion included specifically to bail out blue states and cities' pensions, such as in Illinois, where many retired government workers received $350,000 in annual pension payments. COVID didn't cause financial problems in big blue cities. Big blue city politicians have overpromised and overspent for decades, which has caused financial problems in big blue cities. So again, this is not this is not COVID. We are just bailing out cities that have been grossly mismanaged, like cities in Illinois. $350 billion to bail out blue states, blue cities. Not because of COVID, but because they have been terribly governed. There's another $35 billion to increase subsidies to defray Obamacare premiums. $3.5 billion for the program formerly known as food stamps. $1 billion for Head Start. Um, let's see. There's more. Um, $100. Sorry. $30 billion to help renters and landlords weather economic losses. $50 billion for small business assistance. 
Um, expanding the child tax credit up to $3,600. And by the way, that also includes refunds. So even if you do not pay $3,600 in taxes, if you had a child, you would still receive $3,600. If you paid zero taxes, you would still receive $3,600. Is From what I can tell, based on this bill. Like, it, I, don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. $50 billion for the Federal Emergency Management Agency. $15 billion to assist states in expanding Medicaid to lower-income adults. $39 billion for child care. What? Who, who, who is getting this money? Whose children are getting cared for with this $39 billion? That's what I need to know. $1 billion to World Food Relief. $4 billion to socially disadvantaged farmers. And yes, that means if you are a white male, you need not apply because you will not see that money. Just again, just wow. One hundred million dollars to fund a tunnel in California outside of San Francisco. I already mentioned the one point five million for the Seaway International Bridge to connect New York and Canada. This is not a COVID relief package for the people in Middle America. This is not a COVID relief package to help those who are suffering with COVID. This is a political wish list. Now, again, there are some people that this will be of great help to. And I don't think anybody's going to be like, nope, I don't want that, or I can't use that. Of course, if somebody's going to give you, the, the government's going to give you money, which again, if you're a taxpayer, it's your money to begin with. But they're lessening, I talked about this extensively in a past podcast, but every time the government gives you a dollar, quote-unquote gives you a dollar, it lessens the doll every other dollar that you have, whether that dollar be in the bank, whether that dollar be in uh, your your home or your vehicles, wherever you have money invested, that money is worth less because the government is printing money to give out money that it doesn't have. <sighs> All right, I'm gonna go through for for you guys that are number gurus. I'm gonna go through. I'm gonna really break it down now. Okay. That was, that was like the big picture. Now we're going to dive in a little more. PenLive.com from my home state of Pennsylvania has a great, 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 great breakdown of this. Okay, It's a breakdown uh, by committee with what's in the bill, the estimated cost of each item uh, put together by the Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget. This is not a... This is not a... This is not a Fox News site. This is not a CNN site. This is a actual news site most of the time, although sometimes they do tend to lean one direction or the other. But anyway, Ways and Means gets $923 million. So you get that includes the $1,400 to most individuals, along with the same amount for each independent. Checks start to phase out at $75,000 and go to zero if you make over $100,000. Estimated cost of the actual payments to Americans is $422 billion. And you're like, oh, well, that's that seems like a majority. That seems like a good number. That's a lot of billions or a lot of... Yeah, okay. But remember, this is a $9 trillion bill. There are 12 zeros in a trillion. So when we say that there's $422 billion that's going out in the direct payments, $422 billion is what percent of $1.9 trillion? That's about 22%. So that leaves 78% 
of the funding from this bill is not going out as COVID relief payments. And that's that's just the money that's getting mailed out or getting direct deposited to your bank account. So the, the COVID relief bill that's going to do great things for you and your family and that's meant to save Americans in need, actually, the actual checks, the actual deposits, the $1,400 that keeps being pushed is only 22% of this bill. That's it. And you can look at the number. It's it's $422 billion. You can go do the math. You can use a percentage calculator online. $422 billion is roughly 22% of $1.9 trillion. So how is it that we have a $1.9 trillion spending bill that's being put forward as a, as, look what we've done for you, America? No, it's, it's not look what you've done for you, America. It's look what you've done for yourselves. We get 22% of that. 78% is going to pork and pet projects for the Democrats. This is why this bill is not bipartisan. This is why this is the first time we've had a COVID spending bill, quote-unquote, that has not received huge amounts of support from both sides of the aisle because this bill is not about COVID relief. This bill is about pork and spending and unnecessary funding of a lot of different things like bridges to nowhere and tunnels in San Francisco. This is not a look what we have done for America bill. This is a look what we have done to America bill. Writing $1.9 trillion to our debt, and you get a whopping 22% of that. It's unreal. This is not what you think it is. And what is being accomplished, that you think is being accomplished, the money actually going to individual people, could have been accomplished for for a tiny fraction of what Democrats have actually done here. And this is why Republicans have been opposed to this. And everybody's like, oh, Republicans just don't want people to get money. No, that's not it at all. That's not it at all. They could have had a bipartisan bill if Democrats would have focused on actually sending money to people who needed it. Or even send money to all Americans like we did with Trump. But don't throw in all this other garbage. Like this is the most pork filled. Oh man. And the Democrats are just. And they are emboldened by this. Because if you have looked at. Oh what is the name of the other. Well you've got the Equality Act for one. Which is just terrible. And then you have you have HR1 now. the I think it's called the For the People Act of 2021. This is a, This is a terrible bill. This is a bill that Democrats are trying to ram through and if they pass this bill forget voter fraud forget you know whatever you think happened with the election of 2020 that will become irrelevant because the for the people act of 2021 will make it it legally possible uh for democrats to maneuver in such a way that they will not lose power for literally decades and if this this is a 1.9 trillion dollar bill you receive 422 billion of it and democrats make it sound like it's oh so wonderful if, if Biden can accomplish this in 41 days, imagine what he would do in four years and then imagine what Democrats would do to our country in decades. Okay, But the For the People Act of 2021, it implements mandatory automatic voter registration nationwide. It allows voters to substitute a photo ID with a sworn written statement that they are the person they say they are. What? It expands mail-in voting, which, because, you know, that worked out so well for us before. It restores voting rights for convicted felons, and it encourages statehood for Washington, D.C. The whole point of there being a District of Columbia is because our founding fathers did not want power to be centralized to any one state. Like, we don't even have any idea about our history anymore. (sighs) 
so guys, uh, I don't have time to get into it today. But the Equality Act and HR1, terrible. Terrible, 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 terrible. Terrible. Okay? <sighs> Back to the spending. Um, $400 per week unemployment supplement through the end of August. Uh, estimated cost $246 billion. Expands the child tax credit, child care tax credit, and earned income tax credit for one year. The plan would raise the $2,000 child tax credit to $3,000 and set the credit at $3,600 for parents of children under age 6 and make parents of 17-year-olds eligible. And it makes the credit fully refundable so low-income households will get the full benefit no matter how little they earn, according to the Wall Street Journal. Estimated cost of that is $143 billion. I'm telling you, if they had done this when, my, when we were growing up, my parents would have been rolling in the dough. Um... Because they had seven kids. Have seven kids. Provides grants to multi-employer pension plans and change single-employer pension funding rules. $58 billion. Expands Affordable Care Act subsidies for two years and subsidized 2020-2021 coverage. $45 billion. Extend paid sick leave and employee retention credit. $14 billion. Subsidized COBRA coverage. $8 billion. Uh, repeals a rule allowing multinational corporations to calculate their interest expenses, including foreign subsidiaries. Uh, negative $22 billion. I don't understand what's happening there, but okay. Uh, other policies. They just, they just throw them as other policies. Estimated cost, $9 billion. I, you know, I, I love that the government can just be like, and then some other stuff, $9 billion. <laughs> well, I, I would love to just tell the IRS, you know, uh, $9,000, uh, other stuff. Don't worry about it. Like you would never get away with that. But they're doing it with $9 billion. Anyhow, you can go and read the whole bill. I haven't done it. So I'm looking at the summaries. And the summaries, <laughs> it's like other stuff. $9 billion. It's not funny. It's sad. Uh, oversight and reform gets $350 billion. $195 billion to uh, money to state governments. Money to local government, territories, and tribes. $155 billion. Uh, then you have an actual COVID-related thing here. Create paid COVID leave for federal workers and other policies. $0.4 billion. Like, the one that's actually related to COVID is... <laughs> okay, we already talked about the uh, Native American language preservation. Education and labor, $290 billion. I mentioned about K-12, through but it will also fund college and universities, $40 billion. Uh, child care grants to child care providers and Head Start, $40 billion. Uh, extends nutrition assistance in place of school lunch for the duration of the emergency and other food assistance, $7 billion. But again... When, when is Joe Biden going to announce the national emergency is over? If he does it during our Thursday night uh, address from the president or next month, did we need $7 billion? Maybe not. Human services, labor programs, other policies. There it is again. Other stuff. $11 billion. Oh, and by the way, in, the, uh, in that $290 billion towards education and labor, is included $50 million for family planning organizations like Planned Parenthood. Specifically, the bill appropriates $50 million for making grants and contracts under the Public Health Service Act. Now, it does not specifically list Planned Parenthood, I will say that, but this act gives grants and contracts to organizations who conduct family planning. And... If you are curious or aren't already aware, Planned Parenthood would be the largest such organization in the United States, so it stands to reason that Planned Parenthood will see the vast majority of those funds. Energy and Commerce gets 122 billion. Funding for testing and contract tracing, $50 billion. 
public health workforce and investment, $19 billion. Vaccine distribution, $16 billion. Increased Medicaid payments and expansion of Medicaid under the Affordable Care Act, $16 billion. Expanded Medicaid coverage for prisoners. Uh, uh, Prisoners close to release for pregnant and postpartum women, $9 billion. Removing the cap, limiting how much drug manufacturers must rebate to Medicaid for drugs that have increased quickly in price, negative $18 billion. Again, I don't I don't understand what's happening with the negatives here. Other policies. <laughs> There's my favorite one. $31 billion. Transportation and infrastructure gets $90 billion. It increases the funding for the Disaster Relief Fund, $47 billion. Grants to transit agencies, $28 billion. Grants to airports and aviation manufacturers, $11 billion. Communities under economic stress, $3 billion. Uh, I already talked about Amtrak. Um, 1.5 billion, which by the way, they still have one billion dollars in previous unspent aid. This is unbelievable. Um, and by the way, uh, I believe the Trump administration also uh, sent Amtrak money, and I think that's some of the the previous money, but it was not part of the the COVID bill. That's the whole issue here: is that we're we're putting in this spending that doesn't need to be in here. We talked about the bridge from Canada to New York. Uh, $100 million for the Underground Rail Project in Silicon Valley, outside of San Francisco. Unbelievable. Financial services, $71 billion. Uh, rental assistance and assisting the homeless, $30 billion. Okay, that's a good one. Uh, grants to airlines and contractors to freeze airline layoffs through September, $12 billion. Defense Production Act for medical supply distribution, $10 billion. Mortgage payment assistance, $10 billion. Like, does everybody that have a mortgage get some of this, or... Where does, where does that go? Uh, reauthorize and fund the state small business credit initiative, $9 billion. Small businesses, $50 billion. Provide grants to restaurants and bars, $25 billion. Uh, EIDL advance grants, 10000 per business. Estimated cost, $15 billion. Expanded PPP loans, we talked about that. Veterans Affairs gets $17 billion. Billion uh, funding for healthcare services, sixteen billion. Job training assistance programs, one billion. Agriculture gets sixteen billion. Six billion of that is for nutrition assistance, loans, and other programs for socially disadvantaged farmers, five billion. Uh, food distribution to the needy, four billion. Testing and monitoring for COVID in rural areas and among animal populations, one billion dollars. Uh, foreign affairs estimated ten billion dollars. Science, space, and technology, $1 billion. Yes, because our, I mean, our, our Mars endeavors are very affected by COVID. Natural resources, estimated $1 billion. Um, $50 million for environmental justice grants. I don't remember if this one actually made the bill. When was this? Hang on, let me check when this article... That was from a couple days ago. I don't. I don't know if that made it through. I think it did. I think the environmental justice made it through. Um, Fifty million for grants, contracts, and other agency activities that implement the environmental justice purposes and directives or objectives, rather, described in federal actions to address environmental justice in minority populations and low-income populations. Part of the tackling the climate crisis at home and abroad executive order signed by President Joe Biden. So. There you go. More breakdown. Now, like I said before, it's not that there aren't some good things funded in this bill. There are. And it does give money to Americans. But we could have given money to the American population at, at a tiny fraction of the cost of this bill. Tiny fraction. 
of the cost of this bill for the direct payments. Or we could have increased the payments to those that actually need it, that have been laid off, that have been unemployed. Or we could have done both of these and just left off all this other pork. But this bill is just full of all kinds of funding for all kinds of stuff. Some of it good, some of it questionable, and some of it just downright ugly. And we should have voted on those as separate funding bills, not as part of a promoted COVID relief package. This is not COVID relief to, to put a, a tunnel in San Francisco or a bridge from New York to Canada. That's not, not helping with COVID. Amtrak does not need 1.5 for, for COVID. Uh, blue cities that are getting 350 is it million or billion? I lost track. <laughs> I think it's a billion. Blue cities and states that have mismanaged their funds for literally decades and who are paying their city workers six-figure pensions. That's not, that's not our fault. <laughs> Nevada taxpayers should not be footing the bill for Illinois not knowing how to manage itself well. But here we are. The government's just going to keep printing money and we the people, if we're not careful, we're just going to stand around and be like, Oh, yay, free money. Thank you. No, it's not free money. Again, the easiest way I can say this is every dollar the government gives to you, quote-unquote, gives to you, lessens the value of every other dollar you have, whether that be in cash, whether that be in savings, whether that be in bonds, whether that be in stocks, whether that be in your house, your vehicles, whatever you have. The government has just lessened the value of everything you have, and we will. I believe it is no longer a matter of if, but it is a matter of when inflation is going to be triggered by such gross um, fiscal malpractice, if you will. And everyone's going to be in this together. Like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a mess. And we are going to see, I believe, economic stagnation similar to the Jimmy Carter era. Jimmy Carter era. Say that five times fast. Because this is just, it's, it's unsustainable. And seeing what Democrats have done with this piece of legislation makes me uh, <laughs> not all that hopeful for what they will attempt to accomplish both fiscally and in our, in our culture, if you will, over the next few years. Again, I don't have time to get into it today, but you need to be aware of the Equality Act. You need to be aware of, uh, of I think it's HR1. You need, to go, you need to go educate yourself, and you need to reach out to your representatives. Let them know how you feel at these issues, because they will affect you, and they will affect your family. And as you see all this happening, remember that you're responsible for yourself, you're responsible for your family, you're responsible for your actions, and you will most likely uh, be getting some of this quote-unquote stimulus money i would encourage you if you don't need it right now save it um or invest it, it this is how i can tell you i'm not a financial advisor i'm not giving financial advice per se but just looking at where we are headed looking what gas prices are doing if if, if you don't have a pre if you have a pressing need praise god you're getting some stimulus money to help with that pressing need if you don't have a pressing need you might want to consider not maybe you know going out for a really, 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 really nice dinner <laughs> that's going to suck all your stimulus money away. 
but maybe put some of it away. Maybe invest some in, in stocks or maybe better still in cryptocurrency. If the value of the dollar is going down, the value of crypto may increase. So, you know, just something to think about. Maybe, uh, maybe you want to put it into a college fund for your kids. Or um, maybe you want to pay down some of the, the mortgage on your house. I don't know what that looks like for you. I would just encourage you, again, I'm not a financial advisor. I don't give financial advice. Not officially. But my, if I did, <laughs> let me put it this way. What I'm going to do with my stimulus check, the, uh, large, the large portion of it is going towards an unexpected financial need that I had, which is also an investment, which I will explain at a future time. But it's a need slash investment, so I feel good about that. And then part of it is going into my checking account to help with the increased costs of fuel. That's I'm just keeping it real here. Um, fuel prices are going up. And, I, you know, I didn't really prepare for that in my budgeting. So that's, that's going to help with that. And then uh, what is left over, I'm going to be investing in cryptocurrency and a couple of stocks that pay good dividends. So now you know. That's what I'm doing with, with, my, with my stimulus. And I would encourage you to make wise choices with your stimulus because that is what you are responsible for. You can't change what the Democrats or Republicans or anybody in Washington, D.C. is going to do, but you are responsible for your own actions and you are responsible as a citizen of this country to participate in our processes, to help choose our leaders, and when our leaders are acting in a way that you disagree with, to let them know that as a public servant, they are here to serve you and in a tactful, graceful, godly way to reach out to your elected officials and say, hey, you know what, I really, I, I'm not a fan of what you're doing here. And these are the reasons why. And if you don't know who your elected officials are, now would be a great time for you to go find out. Simple Google search will tell you that information. And then make sure you educate your kids too. Because there's a lot of things being told to them in, in the media and online. And they, they may not always be hearing the truth. So I'd encourage you to educate your children. Don't trust that someone else is going to educate your children for you. That is your responsibility as a parent. You should talk about the stimulus check. You should talk about what's good about it. You should talk about what's bad about it. And you should do that as a family because I guarantee you, your kids are going to hear about this. They're going to wonder about it. They might get really excited thinking they're going to get $1,000. You might have to explain why that's not happening. But... <laughs> But you should talk about these things because you are responsible for your actions. You are responsible as a parent for raising your children and bringing them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord and teaching them about life. That is your job. So have these discussions as a family. Do some research. Find out what it is that is good here, what it is that is not good. Discuss those things and then make sure that you fulfill your responsibilities uh, in this world and in this life as both a Christian and as a citizen of this great country. So, you know, even even despite this horrific stimulus bill, we are still the greatest nation, the most blessed, the most prosperous nation in the world, and I'd like to keep it that way. So, let's look at the policies and procedures that have caused us to be that way and then discover how we can re-implement them again in our nation, and I believe that starts in your home with your family, with your children and raising them in a God-fearing manner. That's all the time that I have left for today. Hope you've enjoyed the podcast. If you have thoughts, questions, comments, concerns, you can send those to me on Facebook or Twitter. Find my public profiles there at The Friddle. And I look forward to interacting uh, with you in one of those places. <laughs> 
So until next week, hope you and your family have a wonderful time. If you are here in uh, in Las Vegas, we are having a family soul-winning breakfast with free catered Chick-fil-A on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock. Come on out, join us for that. And then Sunday morning, of course, our service times are... Uh, brain just stopped working. 8 o'clock, 9.45 and 11.30. We'd love to have you and your family join us for that. Thanks for listening. Hope to see you again next time, same place, same time on KVXL 101.1 FM Experience Liberty Radio. Or for those of you in the podcast world, be sure to like, subscribe on SoundCloud, iTunes, or your favorite podcast subscription service so you never miss an episode. See you next week.